the actual the journey, I had to realize that the results weren't in my the amount of money that was in my bank account. It was in the process. So that's where, you know, the the, the understanding the journey and the process and documenting that and duplicating that so yeah. that somebody else can have success in their business. Man, that was everything for me. So that that's how I measured my success. Mm. What's going on, family? My name is Lamar Tyler. I'm your host for the Traffic Sales and Profit Show. We're here because we want to help you build your business and build your wealth. And I got another amazing guest today, Coach Kimberly Fowler in the building. Hello. What's up, right? <laughs> Listen, I'm telling y'all, if you want to learn how to get into the tax business, not the tax game, I said tax business, or how to grow your tax business, or maybe we can even talk about just how to be in business and stay afloat. Exactly. Can we talk about that today? Yes, we can. <laughs> All right, y'all in the right spot. But yeah. thank you for coming on, Kimberly. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. All right, mess my fam in the building. Listen, um, how long have you been in business now? So I have been a tax professional for 26 years. 26 years. Mm -hmm. Wow, congratulations on that. Thank you. <laughs> Through that 26 years, I'm assuming it's all been easy. No. <laughs> it has been challenging. I am actually my own customer avatar. That's why I got into business. Really? Um, mm -hmm. The reason why I I um, I wanted to become a tax professional at first was because the first sign of success that I actually saw as a child was from an accountant. Mm. I, <laughs> I grew up with very humble beginnings. So um, we lived in like a shotgun house. I don't know if people know about that, mm -hmm. but like it was a shotgun house. So when I first went to someone's house who had like upstairs and downstairs, I was like, why they got two levels? <laughs> where they do that? <laughs> so they have two levels and the my cousin, she had her own room. It was my stepdad's brother. So she had her own room and I was just so amazed because she had mm -hmm. teddy bears and everything. So I went downstairs and I asked her father, like, how did you afford all of this? I had to be like seven or eight. Wow. And he was like, I was an accountant. I, I'm an accountant. So I associated success with being an accountant. So. I love it. So that was something from that point you was always like, Yeah. I just want to be an accountant. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> All right. So so how did you transition then mm -hmm. from growing up with that? I want to be an accountant. Because being an accountant necessarily means you own your own business. Right. Mm -mm. Right. So so tell me how did that kind of transition happen? So when I um as I had the dream of becoming an accountant, I realized that one of the entry level ways to become an accountant was to be a tax professional. So I was like, well, how do I get into that? You know, so I worked for one of the bigger franchises. I went okay. to work for it was so easy to get in, in, you know, into that. So they gave me a CD-ROM as a course, you know, like literally on the computer. This is your training. The next week I was in front of customers. So I was terrified. But I knew this is what I wanted to do. So I was always studying every tax return I did. I wanted to see why it calculated the way it did. So anyway, I just became a student of it. Mm. And they escalated me really quickly to office manager, tax school instructor, regional manager. So I started managing one of their bigger offices. And that big office, I never saw the owner ever. So that big office made as with me managing it, that tax year made $12.5 million. Wow. How, how old were you like, then? I was 21, I want to say. Wow. And so I was like, because I just happened to see the profit and loss. Like the owner wasn't ever there and I was resourceful and curious. I was always into stuff. I <laughs> have no business being into. So I was like, my, in my naive mind, I was like, well, if I did that for this business, I can do it for myself. 
So I went on the journey to try, to try and do it myself. And little did I know, it wasn't just about having the tax preparation skill. These people had systems in place. It was a reason why I was able to be put in a place to make that for them. So I tripped up about 15 years. <laughs> um, I knew I had the skill, but it was the business building part, the development, the sales, the marketing, all of that. I didn't have the, the training on. So I had to figure it all out. And then once I finally figured it out, I was able to get a building and I was actually training people for free because I was doing it from the heart. Like, oh, my mm. gosh, I did it. So now I'm going to teach other people. Just want to share your information. <laughs> So that yeah. other people could learn it yeah. easier, better mm-hmm. than you did, right? So little did I know I was coaching. Mm. And so that became my USP before I even really understood what a USP was. So um, I said, okay, well, I'm training people how to do it. They want to work under me. Let me give them the tool to do it with as well. So that's where I started to sell, resell tax software in addition to teaching them how to build the tax business and also learn how to prepare taxes. So... And um, I finally got a coach, you know, invested in a coach and they gave me the model. They were like, um, no, ma'am, you need to get mm. <laughs> paid for actually coaching and the software and everything. Right. So that's how I built the business. So and started coaching and becoming a software reseller, too. That was amazing. So you go from I'm just trying to help people at first, because that's what I find oftentimes entrepreneurs, especially black entrepreneurs and especially black Women entrepreneurs, right? Uh, a lot of times start with a heart of service. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just want to help other people. I want to serve other people. I want to let them get this. But then you realize, I should probably be getting paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, right, a lot of times people are getting paid, but they're not getting paid enough. Mm-hmm. So then that starts you on the track and trying to straighten out some things and build the business side of this as well. Mm-hmm. Now, over this time that you're teaching and training people, are they going out and just being successful? Are they taking what you teach them? And just dominating in the streets? Like, like what are they doing? Some of them were. Um, some of them were. I, mean, I, I would say I maybe I had about six people who probably hit over six figures in the first two years. Wow. And actually, one of them was in the mastermind. But... Oh, wow. <laughs> how, how, did, how did that feel for you? It, it made me feel like that's, that's, that's a success for me. Like, mm-hmm. the actual, the journey. I had to realize that the results weren't in my the amount of money that was in my bank account. It was in the process. So that's where, you know, the the, the understanding the journey and the process and documenting that and duplicating that so that somebody else can have success in their business, man, that was everything for me. So that, that's how I measured my success, Mm. you know, on that. And I do have some people because it's so overwhelming the, I had to kind of narrow my packages down and things like that because it was too much information. I was so passionate. I was Mm. giving too much information. So they weren't getting results. So. That's good. Even that, right? I think a lot of people say, like, like how could it be too much information? But like you said, there's such thing as information overload. You have to stream it down just so they can get like bite-sized chunks and then get what they need to get right. in order to be successful. Right. And through my journey, I've learned that there's different stages of business development. So I can't speak to a person that's early, an early stage entrepreneur the same way I would speak to a late startup. You know, mm-hmm. they have a whole different set of challenges. So I have to base my services around their challenges, you mm. know. So that's what made me understand, okay, I need to niche down further and focus on a certain segment and really just focus on their challenges so they can be successful. So I can get some testimonials. So, you know, I can progress and move forward. So who is that segment now that you focus on? So right now it's tax preparers, tax businesses who at least net 50000 to 75000 in revenue, at least net that. Mm -hmm. Um, because they are able to at least um, invest in themselves and they understand that they 
they're they're problem aware now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're searching for a solution. That's and a lot of them are searching for a solution. And some of them have already had a solution, but they're like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna burn. I still need somebody to help. So, you know, they're ready to take action. Mm-hmm. So because they already been through some things. Mm-hmm. They're experienced. You ain't yeah. trying to I ain't got to convince them yeah, that, hey, that you got In the problem. future, you're going to have to do this, this. They already <laughs> right. know, like, look, in the past, I already faced all this stuff, and I'm ready to get out of it. Right. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Mm-hmm. All right. So so why, I'm, I'm just curious, why is this a business that people should get into? Because, honestly, businesses, taxpayers are not, they're going to always need a tax professional, an educated tax professional. The IRS actually, I'm glad that you mentioned that, the IRS actually has a um, software that they're coming out with um, called IRS Direct File, where they're going to actually make it so easy for individual taxpayers to just file directly with them and eliminate a third party, Mm. (laughs) or trying to, won't exactly eliminate a third party. But the way that you can just log into your IRS portal and file your own tax return and not use the software or a tax professional, that's going to knock out a huge segment, you know, Mm. of tax professionals that are not knowledgeable, are not educated, and don't know how to run a business. Mm. So that's why it's important for them to understand when they get into this business, you have to focus on your expertise. There's no... There's yeah. no changing it now. Yeah, it's doing basic. Mm-mm. Basic, basic about level. Out. It, yeah. You know, and, I, and the more I think about it, with things like AI, mm-hmm. with things like, you know, as technology advances, mm-hmm. you have to have a higher level of understanding if you want to be able to stay in the game. Right. And the thing with AI, AI is going to help you, you know, get to that because AI is going to expand your thought process. AI is going to help you think further than what you would have thought. Maybe me and you or a group of mm-hmm. people, like AI can, you know, of course, it's, it's going to, capture all of that data and compose it into one, you know, so there's no excuse now. Like, (laughs) we can use that with our business. Accountants and tax professionals are supposed to be one of the businesses that are wiped out. But no, I believe if we align ourselves with artificial intelligence, we're going to be so much further than the people that are still like, oh, I ain't going to use artificial (laughs) intelligence. It's it's not a human. Well, (laughs) that's good. You know, as you would um, talk about it. One of the things I always tell business owners, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Travis as a profit community is that if you're doing your own taxes, you're losing money. Mm-hmm. I, I tell them that, you know, some people get it, some people don't. Then later, years later, they get it and they realize like how much money I lost because filing, the average person does not know what they need to know to maximize right. what they should be doing, right? Mm-hmm. So that also leads the average person to overpay on taxes. Right. And, you know, people like, you know, you should pay your taxes. Yeah, you should pay your taxes, but you should pay the taxes you owe. <laughs> it really, right? Like, not like your taxes plus somebody else's. Right. Because oftentimes what I found also as an entrepreneur is that um, the people that pay the most taxes are really the people that work the hardest. Mm-hmm. Like, the ultra-rich ain't paying taxes. Nope. Right? And then people that don't have money don't pay taxes. So that kind of squeezes everybody <laughs> in the middle. So it's important for you to make sure you're not overpaying right. and just paying what you do. Especially, like, we got... Entrepreneurs, if y'all are watching this, you got to get somebody to know what they're doing. Like, what, what would you say? I mean, is that a conversation you had? Like, what's the importance yeah, of so when business I, owners having somebody, a real qualified professional? File? Right. So when people are looking for a lot of business owners come to me and because they know I have a, you know, a network of tax professionals and they feel like I can as long as I get a tax professional, I'm OK. But what they really need to be looking for is a tax professional that specializes in their type of business Mm. because the tax code is so exhaustive. Like one tax professional is not going to know everything. Mm -hmm. So like you said, there's so many different types of loopholes and so many different regulations that 
are specific to that are industry specific, you know, we're not the robot. So we're not going to be able to understand that. So they, um, you know, businesses and taxpayers have to understand, listen, no matter what stage of business I'm in, I need to understand what deductions and incentives and credits mm-hmm. and, you know, what pertains to my business. So even if they're doing it themselves, you know, they're, they're accountant, they maybe accountants or tax preparers can just have like a DIY service or, you know, instead of them actually going through the monthly bookkeeping, cause that's, that's the objection, the price, like I can't afford yeah. it. And so when businesses are in their early stages, they feel like it's not a necessity because they can't afford it. But, you know, we can combat that by just having like consultative services. Like I'll do an hour for $150. You need to be at least able to understand, you know, your tax situation. Even if you're going to do it yourself, you need to understand, you know, what's, you know, what's going to be beneficial to you. So Mm, that's good. Right. And I tell people a lot of times when they, what they think about is that upfront money yes. and the upfront costs, but they don't realize by not having a professional, they end up paying that money to the government. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, Any yeah. single way. You're going to give it to the government anyway. Be like, yeah, but I ain't them people crazy. They want me to pay them that every month. Like, literally, you paying that money to the government. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't want to believe the point, but I feel like it's a topic that's so important for entrepreneurs specifically to know. Yeah. Like you are overpaying. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, right, it goes back to what you say, like having somebody mm-hmm. that's professionals, educated, what it is. And I love what you said about um, knowing that there are people that specialize in different parts of the tax code. Yeah. It and is. not expecting one person to know everything. And if one person tell you they know everything. And they. <laughs> <they're> probably, <laughs> it's probably a red flag, right? right. Yeah, that's definitely, definitely a red flag. Nobody's going to know all 10 thousand million pages of the tax code that's just not possible so asking around getting referrals going to industry related events um you know and where they can speak to or find accountants that specialize in their type of business is going to definitely help now when you start working with uh tax businesses Mm -hmm. what are some of the biggest mistakes you see them making (laughs) firstly trying to trying to appease to every single tax client just like Mm. i just said so they i in my experience you know even though we teach you know, we, we teach them how to understand the 1040, understand the 1065, or whatever it may be. They've quickly realized, like, oh, my gosh, this is, just, you know, they may get a tax return. It's just overwhelming for them because they've never seen this scenario before. Mm-hmm. So instead of trying to reach out and having a network of other individuals or, you know, like I say, joining an industry-related association so that they can say, this is above my pay grade, so let me refer it out. Yep. You know, they try to do it all on them, you know, all on their own and not niche down and specialize on the tax type. If you're a six or a seven-figure entrepreneur, a black business owner, and you don't know where to go, if you feel like you're alone, if you feel like you don't have anyone to talk to that gets how you feel or gets the pressures of being a business owner in today's climate, guess what we do? I want to introduce you to the Traffic Sales and Profit Mastermind. Now, in the TSP Mastermind, we have a 12-month program that's going to help you reach your next six, seven, or eight figures in business over the course of a year. Now, along that year, we have one-on-one coaching. We have accountability. We have community. We have live events and everything you need in order to reach the next level. For more information, visit us at www.trafficsalesandprofit.com. I I can't tell you um, how many times back in the day we had people and I think sometimes it's tough for the consumer because you don't know what your person know or don't know. Mm-hmm. But we've had people that then we go to somebody else and they're like, what does this last person do on your stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And again, they were apparently operating in an area they might not have been operating in or maybe stuff just kind of grew beyond them and they didn't kind of hone in on it. 
Yeah. I like it. What's another mistake that uh, these businesses make? Um, trying to not understanding how to, that in, the investment in themselves, like coaching, mentoring, mm. that you're either going to pay with time or you're going to pay, you're going to pay time or you're going to pay somebody to teach you. Mm. So, if, you know, a lot of times they get tripped up and then get in trouble with the IRS because they're not investing in their education. They're mm. not investing in, you know, um, a mentor or someone that can be that guy when they get stuck. And also they're not, they're, they're not looking at these investments. They're looking at it as expenses and not necess necess necessities for the business. Mm. So, in the end, they end up paying. It always happens. It's, it comes full circle. Like, oh, if I would have done this earlier. Yeah. You know, so just not investing in themselves early enough. That's good. I know you, because uh, you host events too. I know with your events, I'm imagining it when they get in that room mm -hmm. and they get the information and they're surrounded by like-minded, you know, professionals, right? Mm -hmm. I would imagine like it probably is electric in there. Yeah, it is. And, you know, the synergy is great. Um but another mistake that I see with tax professionals is thinking that your counterparts are competition. We can mm -hmm. we can all collaborate. Like we have so many different skill sets. Everyone there's it's so many different skill sets in the room when it comes to accountants, enroll agents, bookkeepers, certified financial planners. Like it's so many different skill sets. We need to learn how to align. Tax professionals need to learn how to, um, how they can align with other tax professionals rather than seeing it as competition. So you you kind of get some of that too, but for the most part, in the big um, events, the synergy is great. How how much if if I'm coming in like in this kind of business, how much could I expect to make? And if you're just coming in, yeah. I always tell, I'm going to be completely transparent. For the first two years, if you've never prepared taxes before, I say work under the tutelage of someone mm. or a, um established business for at least two years. Go work for, you know, the VITA program where you can do taxes. You know, um, you need to be able to have conversations with different types of taxpayers so you can see which scenarios are more you're more competent, you're more comfortable with, you know, something that you may want to pursue. So the first two years, you need to work under someone first, you know, as maybe like part time or whatever. And your time is your investment. Mm -hmm. You're not going to, you know, make because you said it got to be time or money. Yes. Money. Okay. <laughs> time or a teacher. Time right? or teacher. Yeah. Yes. So your time is going to be in your investment. But the after that, once you realize, okay, I enjoy working with this type of taxpayer or enjoy working with this type of business, the third or fourth year, you know, depending on how you retain the information, you can go out and make twenty five, thirty thousand, maybe the first year in the first three months. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. Now, now I know somebody's watching this and wondering too, right? Because we talk about it kind of like a time specific business. Mm -hmm. So, what's happening in the months? <laughs> <laughs> yes! Oh my god! We thought like tax time. Like, what happened, what happened after like March and April and? So, in the rest so of the year. that is a great question. So that's <laughs> also one of the um, things that I've been training my tax professionals on. Like, don't, you know, if once you become skilled, figure out how you can generate monthly recurring revenue in your business. Like, understand your target, your target client, your ideal client so well that tax preparation is just a part of the service. It's not mm. just the main service that you offer. You've mapped out their customer journey to the point where they're here. They start here. Yes, they do need their taxes prepared, but they also need tax planning. They also need a strategy. They also need, con you know, um, um, quarterly, whatever it may be. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you create the customer journey so you can, you know, all of those services can be one so that you, you can make it a monthly 
you know, monthly recurrent revenue. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you said that. I think a lot of people miss out on that opportunity because mm -hmm. they say it's a seasonal business, mm -hmm. but then they, you know, they riding high for a couple <laughs> months, right? Living large, and yeah. then like, you start to get away, you start to get into the summer, the fall, yeah. and things die down. So I think that was great information. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, I want to switch gears for a second. Okay. Because now you talked about being in business, was 26 years? Mm -hmm. 26, 26 years, years right? Mm -hmm. um, let's talk about how you last and maintain for that amount of time. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you got something on your heart you want to share. Right. <laughs> so, so what, what does that look like? So, oh my gosh, it's it's like uh, it goes up and it goes down. Like the yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen that meme, but it's like an entrepreneurial journey. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm here and I'm here. Tomorrow yep. I'm here. That is for real. True. So... In the last year, actually, um, that's when my entrepreneurial journey has been tested the most. Like once you get to a point where you're actually doing well and you're serving others, like because that's the main point. That's why I stick to my why. This was I came into this to serve others and I feel like I would be doing a disservice mm -hmm. or I'd be selfish if I take myself out of it, knowing that there's people out there that have the information that I have to give them. But I almost did that. <laughs> Honestly, this year I lost my mom. I, I actually had a business partner as a result of not understanding business myself. When I first went into business, I got a business partner and we did a handshake deal, right? So we didn't have anything on paper. So when things start going well and we, I started learning more about business, I got in the mastermind. Mm -hmm. Once I got in the mastermind, I was like, I came in there. I was like, oh, no, everything got to be different. <laughs> I'm telling you. So when I went back to the meeting with her and after everything I had learned those first couple of months in the mastermind, she was like, what's wrong with you? Like, you want to put us on a W-2 and all of that? I was like, yeah, we got to, you know make it attractive for investors, whatever. So that didn't happen. But entrepreneurship is, you know, has been my education for the most mm. part. And so it is my duty to pay that forward to other tax professionals, service-based businesses. I even thought about pivoting because the information that I teach tax professionals and service-based businesses you know, as a service-based entrepreneur, other service-based businesses can use that same ideology and methodology. But yeah, so you last by understanding what entrepreneurship is. If you, if I'm choosing to be an entrepreneur, then I have a, a duty to to stick to my why, to mm. my mission. You know, it's bigger than me. Yeah, and that, that's major. I think it's so many times when, like you said, you're tested. <laughs> And you think like, man, it'd be way easier to just go back to work, right? It'd be way, <laughs> yes, way I have easier. thought about that. <laughs> way easier, right? Just go back to work. But like you said, like that, that what's the mission? Mm -hmm. What's the reason why you push every day? And I, I think that's like if y'all are watching, I want to make sure you get the importance of that, of pulling that piece together. Like you gotta have something bigger than it, right? It has to be. And it just can't be money. Right. Because again, it's the 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 joy is in the process. The 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 process can be duplicated. The process can be can you be a legacy? Mm. You know, it's the process. So I have to stick to the process. So okay, the process didn't work this time. Let me pick myself up, dust myself off, and try another process. But but that's where the gold is because the result is going to come from the process. Mm. So good, so good. When you were going through issues around a partnership, because mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of times, right? We start a partnership, we never really think about mm. like what happened happens if we just go separate ways, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just like, you know, growing in, in opposite directions, especially over time. Mm -hmm. um, what was the biggest lesson you think you took out of that? That I have to become a student 
of business. I have to become a student of myself. I have to become a student of my clients. I have to become a student of the people that my clients serve. Mm-hmm. So it's like the mission at first was like, oh, we're going to make all of this money. But now it's like I said, it's bigger than that. So now I have to take a look at who I'm serving, why I'm serving them, how I can help them to become better for the people that they serve. It's all all about the be, do, have. Who do I have to become? So right now I'm in student mode again Mm -hmm. (laughs) because this has been, you know, this just happened last year. So I feel like everything was stripped for me. So I'm balled up in the corner like, oh, God, why are you doing this to me? (laughs) But he's doing it for me, you know, so Mm -hmm. I had to make that distinction. I I love it. One of the other things as you were talking to make me think about is that how to reach new levels of entrepreneurship. We Mm -hmm. have to become better. Yes. You know, it ain't like, you know, the strategy or the trick or whatever like that. It's Mm -hmm. like we have to develop and become better so that we can then elevate to those next levels. Because most of the time, what's stopping you from getting to the level you're at the next level is you. Yep. <laughs> it ain't, it, it ain't <laughs> it like a lot of times, you know, we like to pin it and make it all the external factors, but a lot of times it's us and how do we develop mm-hmm. in that personal development piece. And it sounds like over that last year or so, it's been a lot of personal development. Yes. And forging the Kimberly inside <laughs> to strengthen you for that next level. Yes. So I, I commend you for that. Yeah. Thank I you. I love it. <laughs> all right. Um, so if somebody's watching this and they say, hey, you know what? I want to either get into the business mm-hmm. um, of tax preparation or like, hey, maybe I'm already there. Maybe I'm her avatar, her perfect customer. And I want to, you know, learn how to go higher. How can they contact you? You know, where can they find you? What should they do? Well, you can, you guys can always contact me at Tax Pro Kim on IG. And my Facebook name is Kimberly Fowler. And also you can go to my website, CoachKimberlyFowler.com. Awesome. I, I love it, right? Um, thank you for coming, mm-hmm. you know, for sharing your story. And for, you know, giving lots of nuggets. But like I said, just that last piece, I love it. Talking about what you had to go through to become stronger. Yes. And it's almost, you know, maybe think about, as you were saying, like that that uh, image of the phoenix rising, like through the ashes yes. and everything. And and kind of cracking the shell to come what the next level of you is. Mm-hmm. Any idea what that next level is? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I asked that. I'm doing that little bonus question. So, yeah. So my question to myself has been, you know, how can I reach the most people in the great with the greatest amount of impact without affecting quality? So mm-hmm. that's my question to myself. Um, my mission is to make sure tax preparers are educated. Every taxpayer has access to an educated tax professional. And I want to do that by creating a marketplace for tax, like a fiber marketplace for tax professionals. Mm-hmm. And I do have a certification program that I'm creating for um to help tax preparers position themselves as subject matter experts. And I want to put them on that marketplace. Nice. Yeah. So I love it. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you're watching this, any of that sounds interesting <laughs> to you, make sure you follow Kimberly, Coach Kimberly Fowler, Kimberly right? Fowler. She the bomb. <laughs> um, she's certified, TSP certified. So make sure you follow her, get a hold of her and get what you need. You've watched another episode right here of the Traffic Sales and Profit Show. Get what you need, right? And not just in the business, she also talked about on a personal level so that you can then elevate and grow to the next level. We'll see you next week with another amazing guest here on the Traffic Sales and Profit Show. The Combo. Your home for conversations on Black entrepreneurship and wealth. Available on your favorite platforms.